eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Odyssey Sports presents Big Time Baseball with former Major Leaguer Tony Gwynn Jr. and Odyssey Insider Cody Decker. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, you are listening to the very best podcast there is involving baseball, involving two people who played baseball, who love talking about baseball. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Big Time Baseball for Odyssey Sports. Cody Decker with you as always, and with me, the one, the only, the legendary Tony Quinn Jr. How you doing, Tony? I'm good, Cody. How about yourself? I see you running around New York like a like a crazy man right now. Oh man, what a what a, what a busy couple of weeks it's been. But hey, New York is sweet. I'm living in like some weird apartment by myself, and it is what it is. I, I dig it, man. Southern California you, you, kids don't know how to do this New York thing. No, no, no. You mean you're living in a dorm room because that's oh, about the size of that <laughs> a closet with a lamp. Welcome to New York. Yeah, love it. Absolutely love it. We got so much to cover, of course, here today on Big Time Baseball. We got to talk about the pennant races. We got to talk about the futures of Major League Baseball. We got to talk about rule changes real quickly. We're going to touch on that real quick. Um, but first things first, Mike Trout. Uh, how often do we get to say, like, I feel like Mike Trout's the only guy we ever say this about over and over. Maybe Otani as well, but Mike Trout about to do something that's never been done in baseball before which seems like something we say about Mike Trout a lot. He has seven consecutive games with a home run. It's astonishing. He's the greatest player who ever lived. Tony, what do you think? Uh, you know, we've seen this over, you know, for those of us who've been watching baseball for a long time, we've seen guys get to seven and then like, it's like a, it's like a, uh, a really tough feat to get to seven. This doesn't feel like it's been tough at all for, 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 for Mike Trout. It seems like, it kind of crept up on all of us. It was like, oh, oh, Mike Trout's got seven homers in, in seven consecutive days. Oh, okay. Like, it's not a surprise by any means. And if he hits another one today, it won't be a surprise <laughs> if he ties the MLB record. So, uh, as you said, there's nothing that he does at this point that is surprising or, or, or really, like, you know, is breaking news. 
Yeah. It's just unbelievable. And by the way, during that seven-game span, the Angels are three and four. Typical Angel. Angel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. That sounds about right, right? Yeah, I'm, just, actually, yeah. I'm, I'm actually surprised they're close to 500 during that. I, I couldn't time. agree with you more. <laughs> Could not agree with you more. How, it drives me nuts. I even tweeted it out last night, and I it didn't get as many plays as I expected, uh, but I, I despise the fact. Despise it. I'm, I, I'm not even upset anymore. It's just I, I'm tired of this existence of an October without Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. Why do we live yeah. in this world? It, 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 it's it unfortunately it feels normal at this oh. point. I mean it, it more often than the other way around because I think he's been to the playoffs one time in his career and it was like the first season of Mike Trout like being Mike Trout. Uh, he's never been there before and it's it's sad. It's sad for all of us baseball. It's sad for Mike Trout first and then it's mm-hmm. sad for all the rest of us who enjoy watching baseball. Yeah, well, how about this? Uh, let's talk about some teams that actually do matter because the Angels sure as hell don't. Let's talk about everyone in the NL East because it, it's looking like we're going to get three playoff teams out of the NL East, which is not necessarily something we expected at the beginning of this season. The Phillies look like they're going to be able to hold on to it because I don't know. What do you think about this real quick? Do you think this is a Phillies kind of triumph or a Brewers absolute failure? That's a good question. I I I won't take away what the Phillies have done mm-hmm. um, because this was a, a deeply flawed team at one point. Um, and they went out and they made some moves uh, that weren't like, you know, they weren't world beating moves, but mm-hmm. they've done the job. They it, it hasn't. This team is no longer a really flawed baseball team. However, the Milwaukee Brewers don't seem like they really want to go to the playoffs. They really they, they don't. just they, they, there's there's nothing that they've done, maybe except win the last two games that they've won, that seems like they're really interested in like taking this wild card thing and you know going as far as they can with it. Yeah, that David Stern's devil magic we've seen every single year finally came to bite him on the ass. Cause the moment they <laughs> traded Hater to San Diego, I'm like, what? I, the, the problem was, I think the players were like, what? What are we doing? <laughs> like, like the one good thing we have is our pitching. And you want to not, you want to get rid of our closer, our all-star closer, and not put in a single offensive play. Okay, all right. We'll, we'll roll the dice, see how it goes. And listen, at this point, um, the they're still in it, right? Because, you know, Padres haven't necessarily played the greatest baseball. I, I shouldn't say that. They played a lot better lately. Yes, they, just ran it. they just ran into the, to the Dodgers. Who? Yeah, well, I, I, again, I don't feel – as much as I can make fun of the Padres right now, and I think we all can because they've been a little – the vibes have been wrong for a little bit, but they're starting to pull it back together. They are. The Dodgers are just – listen, let's not touch too much on the Dodgers today because I feel like it's too easy to touch on the Dodgers every single day. But the Dodgers are the greatest team that's ever lived. My God, they have 97 wins now. How about this? How about this? I I, I pulled this up uh, during the series. In their last 66 games, these guys have won 51. They are 51 and 15 in the last 66 games. This isn't the NBA. Like This isn't like the Warriors or the Bulls in the 90s. But that's what it feels like during the regular season. It's insane. How did they lose 15? I, I'm actually more amazed that they lost 15 games. Like, 
Oh. It is, it, it, yeah, you're right. We, we shouldn't spend too much time on them. They are they're a really good baseball team. Really mm-hmm. good baseball. They're team. really good. And they're in very much and as much as a guy like come on, you're you're a Padre legend. I've I, I played for the Padres. I love the Padres. It pains me to say how good this Dodger team is. They are just Who that you? good. Me too. Me too. It pains me. I have to and listen, I'm doing these games. I'm watching it unfold, and it's just like, man, you you can play as perfect baseball as you want. And an avalanche comes, and all of a sudden you're down ten two, like with a blink with a blink of an eye. And it doesn't even have to. It doesn't even have to be Betts, Turner, Freeman. It could be the other Turner. Yeah. It could be Will Smith. It could be Gavin. It doesn't matter. They just got guys one through nine that could hurt you. It could be the twenty year old they just called up from Double yeah, A that you didn't hurt. Yeah, that you've never heard of. Like what the hell? It's like who? Where did this guy come from? Oh. God, it's it 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 it'd be it's nauseating maddening. if it wasn't yeah. so impressive. It's just one no, one after the other. But uh, let's look around that back to that uh, NL East. The the Phillies have played some good baseball. Hey, as much as everyone's trying to make fun of the Mets, the Mets are not playing bad baseball. The Mets are playing very good baseball. It's just that the Braves won't lose now luckily they've lost a couple in a row thank god for the Mets now the Mets have a one and a half game lead again but I mean I do think it would be very beneficial and I've gone back and forth on this but I do think if the Braves do win their division it would be very much more beneficial to them than the Mets and here's why the Braves really 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 need another extra outing from DeGrom and Scherzer of which they will have to play in that three game series so if they pitch one, two in a three game series, guess who do they not have for three games going into that next series? So it would really behoove, really not even the, the Braves. The Braves would be doing everyone in the National League a huge favor if they were able to f- somehow win the NL East. Yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right. They think what they think play they play the three games right before the last series mm-hmm. uh, of the year against one another. And so you assume that it's going to be close at that point. And as you said, DeGrom, Scherzer, probably throwing those uh, those games. Um, then they have the Nationals right behind them. So that division is very likely going to be decided in that series, unless, you know, they're a half game out, you know, as they go into that. I don't know what their off day situation looks like and, and how that can unfold. But um, you're right. It, it would It would do a huge favor to everybody else. If those guys can be knocked out of the way before we get into the playoffs. Now, mm-hmm. um, you and I have been talking about this all year. We both predicted that this would come down to the wire, and it very much looks like that's exactly what's going to happen. As a baseball fan, I'm rooting for pure chaos. I want this. I want them to split the three or to two of three, and it's a, a half game lead going into that last series or a full game lead, and we'll see what happens from there. I'm not sure who the Braves are playing the last game of the series. Last series of the year, but I certainly know the Mets are playing the Nationals. That bodes well for it. I think the Braves might be playing the Marlins, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, boy, Marlins. In fact, actually, today, Sandy Alcantara is actually facing the Phillies. And it's one of the few times that I feel good about anyone facing the Marlins when Sandy's on the mound. Because believe it or not, the only team that has good numbers against Sandy Alcantara Philadelphia Phillies, believe it or not. Nah, uh, so not too many, not too many teams have that going for. Them. No, no, not this year at least. That's for sure. All right, I'm gonna, I'm going to 
point out something, a little inside baseball as far as big-time baseball goes, because we have a great rundown sent to us from our producer, Dylan. And in the rundown, there is a one-sentence phrase written down with a question mark. And I'm just going to start by saying no. And why am I answering no? Here's the question. You ready for the question? Is the AL Central race over? No, not even a little bit, man. As much as I want to sit here and pretend that any of these teams deserve it, and they don't, the White Sox, I truly think, have a shot. They have one. I can't believe it, but they have a shot as long as they keep Tony away. How about that? How about that? I mean, uh, he, he he's dealing with some health issues. They send him away. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, that team is 7-3 and three in their last 10 games. Uh, starting to play some decent baseball. And you wonder when you when you see that uh he's out indefinitely. That 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 kind of that's a that is a a very interesting way of saying eh, we'll, we'll see how this plays out. That's how I read it at least. And right now it's hard to argue that they're not getting you know some some good mojo out of whoever's whoever's managing that team right now it's miguel cairo at the moment and i will say this okay they haven't been seven and three at any point this season without miguel cairo managing this team it's coming (laughs) it's getting close (laughs) and i don't know how else to say this the guardians are not a first place team there is no excuse for letting the guardians into october if you're the chicago white Sox. and actually i do have one question about the white Sox. When the hell is Tim Anderson coming back? Yeah, man, uh, that's a good question. Uh, it, he's he's been out for a little wow. bit longer than it seems like um, was necessary based off of the injury. But mm-hmm. um, you, the thing, the, the funny thing is, you haven't heard anything. Like Nothing. you haven't heard, at least I haven't heard anything of him like getting close, him rehabbing any of that. And so uh, they're certainly going to need him. I, mm-hmm. I think if if they're going to find a way to sneak into this to this uh, party that they have at the end of the season. Tim Anderson is seeing a specialist today. Oh, that's no, going to determine the timetable for his return. That's about as dark of a sentence as I've yeah. ever heard regarding a player that was already kind of from based on the initial reports. Wasn't he already supposed to be back by now? Yeah. Yeah. So this specialist thing, anytime, anytime a guy is supposed to be back and then has to go see a specialist while he's still not back, it's usually not a good thing. And so we'll, we'll, we'll hopefully we get some clarity on what's going on with Tim Anderson moving forward. Cause they can't do anything in terms of, you know, beating anybody no. without him in the lineup, especially no. come playoff time. So and right now they're not even in the playoffs. They got to find a way to sneak in by winning their division. And uh, I do want to give a quick shout out here because the moment Elvis Andrews has joined this team as well, is also a moment that things kind of turned around a little bit. Not to mention, I got to say, the two biggest pickups so far of the season for the White Sox, I, I would have laughed at you this offseason if you said, yeah, Johnny Cueto and Elvis Andrews are going to be the best two players on the Chicago White Sox right? this season. I'm like, okay, what are you? You are high, sir. There's no way you think that. <laughs> you Tur- are high, sir. Well, turns out <laughs> that high guy was right. Yeah, and this this is uh this is something you see in baseball often, right? Is as you get a little bit older, and you know people kind of they kind of wash you. And, and and listen, it wasn't as though those guys were, were world beaters while they were you know in the last couple of seasons, but they know how to play, right? And sometimes a change of scenery is good for guys. And it seems like for Elvis, 
uh, and for Johnny, it's been it's been good for him. It's been good for him, and they've pitched well, and they've helped the ball club get to at least where they can actually threaten to win that division. And so um, we'll see what happens moving forward with Tony. We'll see what happens moving forward with Tim Anderson. But I think you're right, man. They got a legitimate shot to catch Cleveland before this season's out. Now they got they got to hurry up and get to it, get to business here because run out of games. All right. Now I do want to give one shout out to the Guardians real quick because a guy you know really well, a guy I know real well, ex-teammate of mine, uh, Austin Hedges. Now I've always loved Austin Hedges personally. Loved him as a catcher. Now, I've always thought his bat could use some improvement, but man, I, I just love the guy to death. Um, Austin Hedges has done something this week that has made me say, Guardians, you better extend Austin Hedges now. That's where we're at with Austin Hedges over there because Austin Hedges hacked his pitch comp to be able, and I won't say the word because we should go ahead and remain relatively family friendly. So I'll just say he was able to hack the pitch comp, say the phrase, F yeah, back to his pitchers when they make a good pitch. Austin Hedges, I love you. I love you to death. You're just you all you don't need to do. It. You can just pat your glove, maybe even say F yeah. You're only 60 feet away, but you took the time to <laughs> hack he, he can hear you, so you can just yell it out. You can just but say it to him. I like it though. I, I I'm actually surprised. I'm actually surprised, Cody, that it took this long for a catcher to do something like that. Because what we do know about pitch comments, there's about five different um inputs in there where you can put something in there and if you only have a pitcher that's got three pitches that leaves two more that you can kind of have some some fun with i'm i'm surprised it took this long for us to he at least hear about a catcher doing something along those lines yeah, it just that's fires great me up. it fires me up that it's hedgy too it's so it's so it's so austin though yeah it is a very austin thing to do because <laughs> austin is uh, and, and by the way, there's nothing fake about it. He is as raw, no. raw as it gets. He's like a, he's like what you would, ex he's basically a college player in pr major league baseball. I, I couldn't have described it better myself. That is yeah. exact. That is exact. You know, a lot of times professionals like roll their eyes at some of the shit, excuse me, that college players do. You know, you yeah. take your helmet off, you, you bang. Like, Dude, we roll I look our back eyes at myself. <laughs> I look back at my UCLA <laughs> highlights. I'm like, dude, you're the worst. I hate, I hate UCLA, Cody. <laughs> uh, that's that's a, I mean, that's that's how oh. that's how that's how it goes. But Hedgy is, as you said, it's authentic. It's not fake at all. That is really who he is, and it's not a surprise that <laughs> that he hacked the, the pitch cop for sure. You know, this is this is Austin Hedges to a T, and you'll laugh at this because you'll get it. But, but most people that will listen to this will not understand this. This is a full-on college thing, and it does not happen at the pro levels, pretty much at any level. But Austin Hedges is that guy that is on top of the front step, on the on the railing, yelling at a pickoff, back! <laughs> that's Austin Hedges. And that's not a knock on Austin, by the way, but that's him. For top stepping it with the forearms on the top of the, mm -hmm. on top of the, the, the railing, yelling yeah. back. Absolutely. Question. Every time, by the way, not just never, once. Every never time. a break. Never a break. <laughs> Every single pitch. And I love him for it because it's real. <laughs> that is awesome. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story. And one of the best 
stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Uh, Well, let's take a look over at the wild card real quick, because the AL side, it looks like the AL is all locked up. I mean, barring a miracle, I mean, the the, the Baltimore Orioles have been such an incredible story this year, and they've been incredible. And especially if you're a gambling person, little fun fact for you, the Baltimore Orioles are the most profitable team on the run line in Major League Baseball, over 65% on the run line, edging out the Los Angeles Dodgers, who were second at 61%. And by the way, the Dodgers have outscored their opponents by 300 runs this season. So that should tell you all about the run line uh, for Baltimore. But my question for you is this. If you were going to pick a team that can actually challenge the Astros, and and I'm, and I'm really looking at it this way, it's, it's Astros and everybody else right now on the AL side for me. Um, is there a team that you can look at right now on the AL side that you think could take down the Astros? Because for me, there's only one answer, but I'm not sure they can do it. I I don't know that there's an answer on this one, honestly. I mean, I thought it was the Yankees. But so did I. As the, the way they're playing right now, it, it's really hard to see that happening. And if it's mm-hmm. not the Yankees, it's no one. It, it, it really is. I mean, the Astros are as, a, as, as complete of a team – maybe aside from the Dodgers, mm-hmm. um, in all of baseball. And it's really not close in the American League, honestly. I, the Yankees, for a while, looked like they could be the team. They looked like they were the better team for a while. And then they started Yankeeing, and now this is uh, – this is I, I don't recognize this, this Yankee team that I'm watching right now. Now, hear me out on this, and I, I will freely admit I'm taking a bit of a leap here, and I know, okay. I'm, ta- I know I'm taking a leap. Seattle Mariners are really good. I'm really enjoying them. And if there was a team that could sneak up on the Astros, I got to think it's the Seattle Mariners. Look at that pitching staff. Castillo, Robbie Ray looks like Robbie Ray again. Gilbert, I mean, and this team could swing it. Julio Rodriguez is a bona fide star. Um, I I don't know. I I think this team is real, and I think they're going to show it in October. I 100% think the team is real. I, I do. I think the Mariners are a legit team. And it could be one of those scenarios where somebody weakens the Astros enough before mm-hmm. the Mariners get to them. 
And then you have a Braves Dodgers situation like last mm-hmm. year. Um, it, it's I can certainly see that. But I've watched those two teams match up against one another in their individual matchups during the season. And it's just hard to see it happening straight up mm-hmm. because the Astros, they, they, they play very well against the Mariners. They handle their pitching. And, and that is the one thing the Mariners have, I think, upgraded since the, since the deadline. They obviously they bring in Castillo. He's been tremendous um, since being there, but I think you're right. Ultimately is if there is a team right now that I was forced to pick, it probably would be the Mariners because they're the only ones that are playing worth of crap right now that, that, mm-hmm. that at least gives a signal that we could hang in a series with the Astros. But other than them right now, I, I can't, I, I think it's the Astros and, and it's them by themselves. Mm-hmm. And lastly, before we go over to just some individual tees, because it's going to be an interesting October, man, it's going to be an interesting October because I think every team has their upsides and their downsides. And even the teams that seem unbeatable like the Dodgers and the Astros, they have Achilles heels. Let's let's not let's not make mistakes. They are as complete as teams as can be, but they're not perfect. That's for sure. But my question for you before we get to that, we touched on Milwaukee. We touched on Milwaukee's troubles. We don't think they're going to catch up at anybody. What do you just think about the Padres going into October? They're going to make it to October. They're going to be in the postseason. They have the talent. They have the pitching. I know no Fernando Tatis Jr., but let's not make let's not sit here and pretend that Fernando Tatis Jr. is the backbone of this team. The way Manny Machado's been playing this season, the way yeah. I mean Jake Cronenworth is just no one mentions this guy's name, even though he's a two-time All-Star. Um, yep. Not to, Josh Bell. Oh, some guy named Juan Soto. Not to mention their entire pitching staff, which I will flat out say is better than the Dodgers' pitching staff from top to team, bottom. Yeah. What can this team do in do in October? I think they've they've got to play the type of baseball. And this is going to sound weird. They've got to play the type of baseball they played in the first half where they made very few mistakes and they found a way to get clutch hitting, right? Um, that second, that first part, clean baseball, has not always been the case in the second half. They played a very clean game in the one game they beat the Dodgers uh, on Friday night. Uh, but other than that, there's always been like one slip up. And when you're playing against the Dodgers, you can't have any slip up. They're too good. They expose you. It's almost like I'll give you a basketball for reference, like Golden State. They could be a close game and all of a sudden they come down five straight possessions. They hit three pointers and all of them. And all of a sudden the game that's a one, two, two get two point lead is all of a sudden at 20. That's how the Dodgers play. When you make an error, you make a mistake in the middle of the zone, they bust you. I mean, bases clearing triple, bases clearing double. Uh, they, they, they just play the game so perfectly. So for the Padres, it's about the type of baseball they play. Not to mention, aside from you, Darvish, um, the pitching staff has been very up and down in the starting rotation. Joe Musgrove hasn't messed, thrown the ball as well as he was early. Clev has kind of been up and down, and that's to be expected. A guy coming off of Tommy John, Blake has been a lot better in the second a lot half. So in the second half, he's he's been the he's been a ton better in the second half. So Manaya's trying to iron out some issues that he's had. They can't go into the postseason with all of those type of question marks. So um, I I think if everything comes together, they can make a deep run. I have no question about that. I think their roster is good enough. The question is. Can they pull it together in time 
um, as you head into October? Mm -hmm. Well, let's go ahead and look at these teams going into October because these are the teams we know for a fact are in. Now, they're not all clinched yet, but let's be real clear. The Yankees are clinched. The, uh, the Atlanta Braves are clinched. Philadelphia right. Phillies might not be clinched, but they're going to clinch. We know the Brewers are really going away. Astros, Mets, Dodgers, and Cardinals. These are teams that are just 100% going to be in this thing. So let's start with the Yankees. Uh, there are problems, clearly. Mm -hmm. What Many is problems. your yeah? What is your biggest trust issue with the New York Yankees going into October? Uh, believe it or not, it's it's their offense. Mm -hmm. I, I I that is the one thing that was the separator earlier, right? Their pitching was really good. Don't get me wrong, but their offense was elite early on. It wasn't just Judge. It was Stan. It wasn't just Stan. There was a bunch of guys in that lineup that were swinging the bat well. Now, all of a sudden, LeMay Hughes, you know, out, not playing, not necessarily swinging the bat well when he was in. Mm -hmm. uh, Stanton's, he's been out. Um, that's, not a, that's not a type of Rizzo. He's been out. Like, these yeah. are all guys that early on were, were, were going well and were a big reason why they had that lead that they did. Um, you can't go into the playoffs with that many question marks, and that's not even getting into the bullpen problems that they also have now, too. So, there's a lot of trust issues as it pertains to the Yankees. Yeah, you mentioned bullpen. You mentioned offense. You know what for me it is? And you actually touched on it, health. This team, mm. yep. whether or not Always. they're healthy, is just the biggest factor. Because like you mentioned, yep. DJ LeMayhew, is he playing his best baseball? No, but this team is better with DJ LeMayhew in that lineup. Same with Ben Attendee. Same with Stanton. Luckily, Stanton is healthy at the moment. But how long is he going to be healthy? We got a whole three weeks before October starts, and – uh I'm not going to put money that John Carlos Stanton staying on the field all three weeks. That is for damn sure. So for me, the Yankees, it's going to be health. Let's go to a team that lately seems like they have no flaws the way they've been playing this month. Uh, the Atlanta Braves. What do you think is your trust issue with the Atlanta Braves? My trust issue with the Atlanta Braves, and they started taking off when Michael Harris got to that ball club started playing center field for him. Dansby Swanson started playing yeah. like Dansby Swanson. That's been a huge um, kind of – that's been a huge deal for them. My biggest trust issue is what Acuna Jr. are you going to get come play of time? Because he's he's been, he's been good. He's been out there, but he hasn't been elite. Um, mm -hmm. And I don't know that they're getting the same type of support offensively like they did last year to kind of – to kind of, you know, cover that up. Mm -hmm. um, and then the other question is, how are the young guys who you have leaned on so heavily going to perform when the lights are at the brightest and the stage is as big as? That is my biggest trust issue with them. I'm so glad you said it because that's my biggest trust issue, which is, by the way, the best thing about them this season. Ready for it? One word, youth. Yeah. They are a young, young team. And I know this team won the World Series last year, but really, you mentioned the names, Michael Harris. Uh, let's go with Wright. Let's go with Grissom. Spencer Strider. Let's go with Grissom. Right. All these yeah. guys are young dudes who have not been in a full-on playoff situation yet. So I'm excited to see it, but it's enough for me to give a little pause going into October about the Atlanta Braves. Yeah, no, I, I'm I, I'm 100% with you. That's the first thing I think of when it comes to the Braves, right, is they have leaned so heavily on Strider, on Harris, on Grissom. Um, and, you know, we you just don't know. It's unpredictable when it comes to young players in those type of environments because 
It's as intense as it gets. And I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm positive. None of them have ever experienced anything like it. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, they say pressure bust pipes or it build, or it makes a diamond. We'll figure out which one is going to happen for them. Um, I'll go first on this one. The answer is defense, 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 <laughs> defense, 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 Phillies, <laughs> defense. Listen, the, the one time, you know, over a course of 162, defense can kind of just get washed over. Mm-hmm. Uh, when when runs are at a premium, defense doesn't get washed over. And it, becomes, it, it becomes magnified. So uh, if you don't play good D all year, Chances are you're not going to start playing good D come playoff time, and it and not not it if not maybe it will it will come back to bite you in the playoffs. And, and sure. now let me let me sit, sit here and say this: when I say their defense, I know everyone's like, "You got you." I make it out like they're all allergic to leather. Okay, they're not all allergic to leather, but they are a below average defending team in the major. How about this? I was they might the, be they might they might be allergic to leather. They might be allergic to leather. They might be. It's like watching eight of me out there. Like, I wouldn't throw eight me out there. I'd throw one me out there. I sure as hell, I'd, I'd, I'd take a pause over two me. But when we're getting to three or four me, this team ain't winning. No, no. you can't. You can listen. You, you can only mash so much. And I tell you what, that becomes a lot harder when you're facing the type of team you're going to face yeah. in the playoffs. So you, you better catch it and throw it. Yeah. Uh, so... No, ch- I'm giving I'm giving you virtually no chance, Phillies. Prove me wrong. Go ahead, go ahead and do it. Prove me wrong. Yeah, they didn't okay. prove everybody wrong yeah. on this one. Good luck. You ain't proving me wrong. Uh, Houston Astros. Uh, uh, I don't have a single fear. Uh, this team is so good. Listen, I don't put it this way. We don't know if Verlander is. I, I assume he's coming back, but we don't know if he's going to come. You are back. right. And I still feel pretty confident and feel like right. they have no flaws because. That's where their deep is at. Is their starting pitching, and so they can they can uh, they can they can maneuver their rotation to because remember they got McCullers back and that gave up that gave them like seven pitchers. So they have plenty of that. Somebody can just slide to the bullpen come playoff time. They'll be a little bit deeper there as well. So yeah, I don't I don't really have I don't have a, a legitimate flaw. I guess the only flaw I would say is the health of Jordan Alvarez. Okay, yeah. It, it, you know, he's he's having the, the the was it the wrist issues or the hand issues or whatever it is. If that's going to be a major issue, okay, that's yeah. your flaw. But if that's it's not, then I can't I can't think of anything. But here's the solve to the problem. If they don't have him, don't worry. They have Trey Mancini who they don't even play. Like That's right. That's what right. is this team? It's crazy. <laughs> like if anyone, forget what I said about the Mariners. If anyone beats them in the AL side, it's a miracle. It, it it really is. I mean, I forget you forget that they even have Mancini. I know. You forget that that they even brought Vas, uh, Vasquez over from uh, from Boston. Like you, they're not using these guys because they don't need them at this point. And so, you know, that's you know, it's uh, the rich get richer, I guess. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's only a kick. A jump. 
a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. All right. Well, how about this? The New York Mets. Um, I'll say it. Offense. Uh, yes. I, I, their offense is just so damn incon- It's good, but it's just not as consistent as I want it to be. I need some consistency. I, I 100% agree. That's that's the thing that stood out to me in the in the six games the Padres played against them this year is that they're clearly super talented. And in a snap, much like the Dodgers, they can put a 10 spot on you like mm-hmm. pretty quick. But you'll watch them the following day and you don't recognize the offense at all. And, mm-hmm. and, and I think that can be problematic when you get in a series and the offense hits a cold streak because – you know you're going to see good pitching come playoff time. And so if you can't find a way to put enough runs on the board, even when you have the likes of of DeGrom and Scherzer, just think if you lose one of those games, one nothing, 2-1 in the playoffs, with your ace is going, that is, that, is, that is mentally debilitating when you lose those type of games that you expect to win in a low-scoring affair. If you don't win those, that becomes problematic for a ball club. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know what else on top of that, we're thinking about this New York Mets team. If they're going to be successful in the playoffs, I don't think it's going to be because of the stars. I don't think it's going to be because of Marte. I don't think it's going to be because of Alonso or Lindor. I think it's going to be one of the backup guys. It's going to be someone like, not even McNeil, it's going to be someone like Luis Guillorme is the reason this team is going to be successful in October. We, we What we do know is come October, it's usually those type of guys mm-hmm. that make make a play, they make a difference in a game, that uh, allow your team to move forward. Uh, the stars are going to do what the stars do. I mean, that's why they are who they are. It takes it takes the the glue guys a lot of times mm-hmm. to make a play to 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 win a game. I, I don't disagree with that at all. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers. We touched on them. What do you think is the thing? <sighs> I'm trying to think of how I could put this. Trust issues with the Dodgers. It's not that I have trust issues. It's just my only trust issue with the Dodgers is the Dodgers themselves in that the only team that can beat this team is themselves. Like, the only way they're going to lose in October is if they legitimately decide to lose. That is, uh, I mean, we've already, we've, we've kind of hashed it, sorry. Like, this team mm-hmm. is is really, really good. And I will say this. There is some hesitation come playoff time because I don't know how Goslin is going to. He's going to have to be because 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 listen, Walker's not coming back. Uh, Kirsch, they have done everything they can to keep him healthy for this time of year, right? So that means the onus is going to fall on a guy like Goslin, uh, a guy like Anderson, who you know is having a Cy Young type year, but really aside from this year has never, ever, 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 ever looked like this mm-hmm. before. And so that is, that's, that is, that is a little bit that leaves me with some hesitation because much like those young guys in Atlanta, we talked about these two guys specifically haven't had an opportunity to really be on this stage and pitch on this stage. And aside from that, I'll give you another one, the bullpen. Um, mm-hmm. Trinan goes back on the IL right after coming off. And I know uh, I know Kimbrough has pitched better as of late, but 
prior to that, he had been shaky the entire season. Yeah. And so if Trinan, and, uh, Dave Roberts said the other day that they think they'll be able to get Trinan back, but they're mm-hmm. not going to be able to use him um, on back-to-back, certainly. And so there's the other kind of, I don't know if it's a red flag, but it's something to keep your antennas up on because we've seen this team be brilliant during the regular season and then get thumped in the playoffs. So, mm-hmm. it's, it, 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 so you know, I, I know we pray, we have praised the Dodgers, but there are certainly some things that I, I'm keeping an eye out on. You know what? If I'm Dave Roberts, and I can't stress this enough, I'm not. I'm nowhere near that cool <laughs> or handsome. But I, if I was Dave Roberts, my this is what I would do. Julio Arias has named my closer all of October. And mm. I'm also aware that there is a caveat to that. I just pulled away one of my best starting pitchers. I know mm. that. But I want Julio Arias affecting as many baseball games in October as humanly that possible. Is, that is an extremely interesting idea. Because out of everybody who's in that rotation, he's the one guy who has closed out a World Series before. Yes, he is. So he he can't do it. The question is, can you get him to buy into that? He's always <laughs> felt he's always felt like at least this is from the outside looking at it. It seems like he's always felt like the guy that they have like handled with kid gloves for a while, and it like irritated him. Now he's I mean, this dude won twenty games last year. He's on his way to win close to twenty this year, mm-hmm. and then you're gonna ask him come playoff time, hey man, we want you to be our closer. I, I, it's it's going to be a tough ask. It'll be it a is. tough ask. And, and listen, we don't know if they'll even go that route. Uh, certainly, right. certainly, I, I just watched Julio Urias in a matter of you know two weeks face the Padres and throw up zeros for most of the game. Seven yep. innings in his last start. Uh, I think he went six to start before that. It's a it's a it's a really interesting outside the box idea, especially when you know. I don't know that they feel all that comfortable with Kimbrel. Yeah. I, I, here's the truth. I don't. I do not feel comfortable with Kimbrel. And I know it's I know what I'm it's suggesting. Fair. Yeah, I know what I'm suggesting is a bit out there. And yeah, it's gonna be a hard ask. But then again, if there was a man that can convince someone to do it, it would be Dave Roberts. It is, Dave Roberts. It is Dave Roberts. If if Doc came to me tomorrow and said, Cody, give me both of your dogs, I wouldn't be happy, but I'd probably do it because he's Doc. <laughs> Yeah, you're right, man. This dude is uh he he is he is he is truly gifted at <laughs> getting guys to to buy in like that. So it's a it's a hey, listen, it's a great I hadn't thought about it. It's a great idea. Just can you can you get him can you get him to do it? That's a question. I don't know. I'm not in that clubhouse. <laughs> On paper, it sounds great. I don't know. It does. It does. Uh, well, let's go with the last one. And this is this is one that's fascinating to me because right now they are 26 to 1 to win the pennant. And I think they're going to win the pennant. The Cardinals of every team in the National League is the team that scares me the most. The moves they made at the deadline. Jordan Montgomery, Quintana, they've been lights out since joining this team. They just got back Jack Flaherty. I know Jack Flaherty hasn't done much yet since coming back, but if he can get to a semblance of Jack Flaherty, Miles Michaelis has been phenomenal this year. Wayno is still over there looking good. Their bullpen has been good, and they have, by the way, we've we've obviously gushed more than enough of the Dodgers, but the Dodgers have five of the top five, three of their players are in the top five of the shortest odds of the MVP, but the top two are both 
Cardinals in Goldie, yeah. who is going to win it, and Arenado, who you can make an argument could win it. I'm scared if of the Cardinals. If, if Goldie's year wasn't so phenomenal, you'd worry about those two splitting votes. Mm-hmm. But because his year is so phenomenal, I think this is the one time you have two guys on the same team that probably don't split votes because yeah. that's how yeah. good Paul Goldschmidt has been this year offensively. So, yeah, I agree. He'll probably, he probably he will win the MVP. I got to tell you, man, for as great as the moves were that they brought in with Montgomery and Quintana, I don't trust them as far as I can throw them come playoff time. Mm. I really don't. I, I have much more faith in Wayno and, and Michaelis uh, being at the top. I, I I know they've pitched extremely well. I mean, Jordan Montgomery's got a whole new mindset. I heard him talking about it the other day. Just he he feels like he is an ace up there right now, and that's how they need him to feel. But I'm just telling you, man, I, I've seen it before. You, you go, all of a sudden, that light starts shining real, real bright. That stage is huge. You, your butt gets a little tight, and then all of a sudden, you're not you're not the same dude. So I'm just saying, I'm having. I, I can't quite I can't quite jump on that boat fully. I really can't. Uh, well, here's the thing. Here's the other thing I do want to throw in there. Just maybe I could sway a little bit. Okay. They're, they are the Cardinals. And we all know that the Cardinals have certain devil magic that we are not aware of. We don't know what's going <laughs> on with Bush Stadium. For instance, that this team true. has won three World Series in the past, what, 20 years? They shouldn't have been in the playoffs in any of those seasons, let alone win and go to the World Series. They're the Cardinals. Somehow they just survive you're right. the cockroaches you're, of baseball you're you're right you know it's because they they have um they have a foundation that they believe in that everybody who comes into comes into boring. that building they, they're super boring but boring. it works it, it works <laughs> i watched it i watched it for seven years across the way in milwaukee and it just used to used to get under my skin so much but at some point you just gotta say you know what the, there's clearly some method to the madness that they have that every time, doesn't matter where you come from, you come into that building, you become a Cardinal, you look like a Cardinal, you feel like a Cardinal, even if you weren't a Cardinal before then. And you're right. They, they do have that going for them. I just need to see Mr. Montgomery and, and Katana. Um, I need to see it at least one start into the playoffs. And if, if they do that, then I, I, I'll feel different. Well, Jordan Montgomery is on the mound tonight, Tuesday evening. Might want to check that out. Guys, this has been a phenomenal big-time baseball brought to you by Odyssey Sports. Of course, Tony Gwynn. Tony, tell everyone where they can find you, not only the Padre broadcast, but, of course, you on the fan in San Diego. Your show is incredible. I hope everybody is tuning into that daily. You can catch me, as Cody said, pretty much every day on the Padres broadcast, but if you can't catch me now, you can catch me on Gwynn and Chris Monday through Friday, 2 to 6 in San Diego on 97.3 to Fab. The Odyssey app also. And guys, hey, don't be afraid to catch me on FS1 one morning if you get up super early. I'm on the Carton Show this week, all week long and next week and maybe longer. Who knows? I don't know anything. What's the future? Who are we? (laughs) Anyways, guys, thank you so much for joining us here on Big Time Baseball and Odyssey Sports. Thank you. Like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your favorite podcasts, especially on the Odyssey app. And that's it, guys. Enjoy yourself a week of baseball. Beat it!